Welcome to the Corrosion Podcast. I'm your host, Kate and Groves, here with none other than Cameron. But nonetheless, man, you know, it's been a while since we've last talked. So what I know it's, it's it's been a whole pandemic, as a matter of fact. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I I believe it's been at least. Yeah. That being said, you know, any games you've been playing, you know? Any games I've been playing? Uh, honestly, I haven't really been playing uh, any, like, you know, games that are, like, detailed and have a very long story. I've been playing a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 as of late, and uh, I just got into Fire Pro Wrestling on the PlayStation 4, so, you know, I've been trying to keep myself occupied with things. Yeah, I mean... GTA 4 is a classic game, of course. You think they'll ever actually release a GTA 6? Now they're on the fucking. Actually, it, it'll, it'll be out when I'm uh, 25. 2025 is the release date for that game, which is kind of a, you know, a, a really stretch, but you know, whatever. Why was that actually like confirmed? Yeah, no, it was actually confirmed that it's going to be out in, like, 2025. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Well, Rockstar actually confirm it themselves. No, 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 but you know the inside sources and stuff like that, and they're usually right. I mean, you're right, but I mean, we're down GTA 6 every year they say it's going to come out this year, or it's going to come out that year, and it never comes no, out. No, 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 there's just speculations and stuff like that. It's, it, 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 it's nothing to really, you know... They're just gonna keep adding on to Grand Theft Auto V. It's it's fine. I mean, it's not really a good game, anyways. You know, it's just something to play when you're bored. I mean, well, I don't think I don't think anybody plays Grand Theft Auto for the story, to be honest with you. Honestly, I believe GTA V. If anything, over time, it's lost its touch. You know, it's a more well, I mean, just... when when you have the same product for like fifteen years, like and fucking four console generations absolutely you're gonna get stale and you know the, they, they haven't added on to the story they haven't done anything to the story they haven't even added new cars or anything like that it's just been the same thing for like a very long time I think in terms of story what the ad is interesting but it's more of just like a cash grab you know I'll release this but you gotta spend this amount of money to get everything yeah, it's 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 insane, and you make a decent amount of money at the end of the game. But like, once you buy everything, it's just like you, you're done. You have to start a new game. You know, it's like there's a glass ceiling that nobody can ever break because you know that's just the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, when you spend a lot of money to you know to get, because at this point, there's not really. A oh, lot the of people us. who buy shark cards are fucking stupid. Absolutely stupid. Have you bought a shark card? A, a, shark, a shark card? I mean, I bought one or two, you know, just to um. You motherfucker! You bought a shark card? Why would you fund that company? I mean, that was when I was younger, but I didn't spend a ton. Damn! Money. Mistakes you make when you're young, huh? Hey, man! I just wanted the next big car, you know. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I, I feel that, man. But, anyways, what made you want to start? Like, what made you want to start a podcast? And anyways. You know, in general, I think it was just started off as something as simple as getting sort of stuff organized, you know. 
practice for me. Oh, but, you know. Dude, you have been killing it lately. I mean, the first one uh, with local loner, who, uh, you know, I literally know nothing about. Everybody should go follow him on, him on Instagram. Because, like, li- literally there's, like, no trace of him anywhere. It's insane. Like, nobody knows who he is or what he does, you know? Yeah, I think I built a foundation in terms of the first episode. There's a lot I needed to yeah. improve on. But, you know. yeah. Well, I, I I mean, you sure as hell killed it with the second episode, Kyle Otero. I Jesus mean, Christ, man. Why would you do that? I mean, generally, you know, it's not like, you know, it's something that I want to do because I think it's going to be a great podcast. I think for the fans, it's just something that would have been good for them because it explains a lot of history. I with... know, but like Kyle Otero, bro, he didn't even explain the history. He got it wrong. Hey, man. What do you mean? Everything he said was a lie. No, man, what do you mean? Oh, 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 come on. You actually think that Kyle Otero would fucking stand up and say, man, I don't like the way these uh, this guy's treating my friend. I'm going to leave. No, we had to be dragged out of there. Come on. That, that, that whole S.H.I.E.L.D. story. I mean, he, he got a point, though. The S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, they, they, they did dominate, and he wasn't lying there. But, you know, some of that stuff was just, you know, yeah, I think a lot of stuff he was talking about. I didn't want to like start arguments or anything because you know I was trying to just chill. Out. No, it it was a very very fun podcast. It was a very very fun podcast, and it was very interesting as well. But you know, it's just, the historical accuracy was a hit or miss, and you fuck he fucking missed it, man. I was about to blame you for a second, but he but he missed it. You just asked the questions. Yeah, oh. but, yeah, exactly. But I know a lot of them. You know, um, like, like it, it was years and years and years ago. I remember uh, meeting Kyle, and that I, he, he is just one of those guys that 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 never change. Like, he is the same guy that he was like ten years ago. It's 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 insane. It's 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 literally insane. Generally, that's what I was gonna talk to you about. But with a lot of the stuff he said, you know, mentioning you, of course, you know. Yeah, of course. Especially with the. Uh, well, I, I, I am honored that he chose me for uh, his best career moment, you know, because who else would it be with? But, you know, I mean, I, I don't remember yelling and screaming, saying I had resiliency. And, like, he, he didn't talk about the times that I beat him before. He didn't talk about his positioning in the clan that time. I, I mean, for me to even be talking about the clan now is ridiculous because, you know, now we're grown-ups doing grown-up things, you know? But, you know, it's, 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 it's just, it's, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, um, the clan was really, really cool while it lasted. I mean, there's a lot of shit that happened, and, you know, it kind of was the groundwork for, our, uh, for all of our acquaintanceship. You know, or whatever we are, we we're all. That was a part of our lives, like together. You know, that's shit's crazy, man. Yeah, in general, you know, I started in the rise pro wrestling as like someone that didn't really know much about stuff. You know, I was very. I I remember that. Yeah, man. You you. Uh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. Uh, but you. Yeah, it's fine. No, but you. Uh, 
you you changed a lot, huh? Yeah, of course. You know, I didn't have any direction or any aim. You know, I started off as just this person that just did random moves, and then over time, I built up my style, built up my character. You know. But you know what? Everybody starts off as that, and you can ask any of a- anybody. I I'm. I, I was the exact same way until now, actually, because I kept changing my move set. You know, I, I, I kept changing my entrance, my entrance music, my, uh, my my name, because my original name was my government name, Cameron Linehan, which is why people from that past refer to me as Cameron Linehan, my government name, by the way. But, you know, that's out now. So whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's fucking out there, so you might as well just say the full yeah, thing. Cameron, uh, my middle name, too. You fuck, thanks, yeah, now, dude. I'm gonna die now, it's gonna be because of you, but you know, uh, and anyways, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what I was talking about. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy how much, like we've all changed and evolved into like these like you know when, like when, when it comes to characters I hate to I hate to use that word but you know if we could just look at ourselves in third person we are all we were all great characters each and every one of us yeah I think in general we both started from pretty much the same beginning you know people didn't really expect us to win but we did because the underdogs no yeah and that's kind of where my beef with you started because i was very jealous that uh, somebody else got to go through that story but the difference between you and i is that you had that happier ending see with uh with with me it was always just losing like i i've lost some of like my best matches you know and and you, you had that uh, you had the Intercontinental Championship title reign. You had the, uh, you know, you had the people actually believe, like actually believe that you weren't going to win. Because with me, there was always like, oh, you know, he he could pull one off. No, with you, they actually believe. All right, this guy's not going to win. And then when you win, everybody just gets behind you more. So that I, I was kind of jealous about that. That, that, that you had the more believable stature of what it means to be an underdog than me. Honestly, I think that's like one, probably one of the biggest critiques, especially with you over time. You were always the underdog, but especially with the years gone by, you started to be more of a um, worker, it, working yeah, with other people stu- over. Lie. And I was like lying to the people that I'm this go get them underdog. And it all really started. And uh, the feud with Jake, uh, which tore me to shreds on on on, on the microphone, because I, I didn't have a character, or I didn't really have direction on where like I was going, and I didn't know who I was, so I was like trying. I, I was just yelling a lot, a, a lot. That 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 wasn't some of my best work. Honestly, I think at least you have self-critique, especially with me over the years. I've able, I was able to do that. There was a lot of um, there was a lot of barriers in my way, especially with Cal. Cal was never the person to yeah, but you, yeah, hell yeah. But you know, you broke it down, and everybody got behind you after that. You were the real underdog, you know, like you were. 
you 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 were when it comes to making people believe you were the best in in that situation especially with the sentence tournament people didn't exactly. believe it was going to be me people oh believed my God. it should have been it should have been, been you it literally should have been you and when me and zine created like the the, the working era right there there's chocolate and vanilla you know me and him like you know he 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 came up with like the idea of having spots and like you know working during the matches and you know i wanted to like let i i just i wanted to lay down you know and take defeats willingly in 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 favor of a storyline and it would have been it he made a strong point it would have been disrespectful to you if i just laid down and let you pin me but like man i really just genuinely wished that i did because it would have fit your character so perfectly if you had won that match generally i believe the opposite because you know i still would near the start of my career if anyone would have been if anyone would, would still would have made sense winning is you because i still had a lot to learn and i think it, especially with you finally passing the torch to me story-wise you know it all added up you know i finally got the torch. and i was and i was very bitter about that i was very very bitter about that and it you know made me into like a very vindictive person uh, that you know because i at, at the end of the day i was just like kyle you know i didn't want to pass the torch because i still wanted to you know relive those old days but like you know i i'm 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 way way like way happier now that i did because of what you've become and you've become a hell of a worker and like you know oh shit hold on i i almost left the recording by accident because i'm like rubbing the phone with my thumb for some reason but yeah man you've become a very very good worker and i'm very sorry that i was bitter towards you because i was selfish and you know like was basically forced to pass the torch but now i'm very happy that i did yeah generally honestly i think it was the the best thing with the whole storyline yeah think, uh, but i mean by then though by the ascendance tournament my character was kind of dead to, to to be honest i mean like i how many times did, did i lose to like jake and zine or wait was that before was that before i was drafted to smackdown i think after um no it was, it was, it was before so i i i, I had that no it was after it was after yeah, yeah yeah i i i had that year and that was the worst year i've ever had right and and like so we do this promo on raw me and jake and it, it's you know i compare him to a tornado or something it was a, a pretty cool line uh, you know i compared him to a tornado just messing everything up and you know i i had to be the one to clean the mess and then he bitched me out and he like he he cut this skiing promo that just you know put me to shreds and i had nothing to say and the best decision i've ever made because zine was in the ring i super kick zine and i left cuz i threw a fit and i super kick zine and i left that planted the seeds to what would be my resurrection in 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 my opinion at least uh yeah uh, i think I, generally the yeah. whole rivalry of you and jay was just something that it was good that i think it was at least decent first time oh, no, you kept it, doing it, it, it over it, and over it, and start to get yeah it was awesome though it 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 was awesome i i just wasn't all there 
and I I, I, I didn't know what I was doing and you know especially Jake, with Wrestlemania yeah. I think exactly and it was the Raw before Wrestlemania that that story I just said happened so then Wrestlemania happens and I lose well it was a tie but you know I, I lost I, I didn't I didn't win the title right so on yeah. on on Raw after Wrestlemania I am in the ring cutting a promo and then I get drafted to SmackDown and that I I will thank Zine till this day for drafting me to SmackDown because when he drafted me to SmackDown I won the Intercontinental Championship and that was the that let that was the best reign I've ever had the best reign I've ever had and then it led to the ladder match with me versus Zine when I was the Intercontinental Champion and he was the WWE World Champion yeah, I think I think near the time that was away. That was when Saban was a father. I had the chance for the Shield reunion. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. No. Yeah. You don't gotta put a tear in my eye, and I'm not gonna say the N word either. <laughs> but yeah, how was your experiences on that? Was you um? Uh what the Shield reunion or the or the or the ladder match? You can tell me both, both really. Oh, all right. Good. Right, 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 good. Good. All right. I'll I'll talk about the ladder match first because I'm you know. So, I okay. So the matches I went into with Jake, right? I was, <clears throat> I was the underdog, right? And I was fighting for the title. Now, people are at their best when they're fighting for the title, and then they're lackluster when they win the title. I'm the complete opposite. I'm lackluster chasing for the title, but I'm amazing at holding the title and making the, the title feel big. So when I, you know, when I won the the Intercontinental Championship, when I super kick Zine on that raw, when Jake tore, tore me to shreds on the mic, when I super kicked him, he remembered it. And then he was like, I, I didn't forget what you did. And then me and him get into a feud. And then he challenges for the Intercontinental Championship and then I believe I, I do you do you remember what the pay per view was? I I believe it was at like I want to say Money in the Bank, but I'm not sure. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to remember if it was. I, oh my God, SummerSlam. It it was a SummerSlam, I believe. Uh, I believe it, it it was a SummerSlam. If not, then God strike me down. But so I yeah I. Re- feud being like really really good and like you know the mic work was great and you know everything was set perfectly and then the match came the match was amazing spot after spot after spot me and him knew each other inside and out and I lost which is you know that's where he became um that's where he had that uh that uh that cool belt remember it, it was white and it was like the Intercontinental Championship and the WWE Championship. Honestly, I think that's the unique thing about the Carnage uh, of Roman Reigns Championships. It's not just, oh, um, it's there. We actually like edit it, so we have the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we use the pictures uh, on Community Creations. Yeah, especially with the custom championships or so let's say make them off screen. Well, yeah, yeah, make them that, that, from scratch, the arenas and everything. Amazing. 
yeah that was the cool part you could be as creative as you want and uh you know it it it, it was really really fun but um yeah do you remember the rise championship where like you know you would yeah you mean the championship yeah. count had like eight times and never really nine times only... as a matter of fact and he lost all of those times I don't know, there was one time where he had to successfully did it, it wasn't there. Was there? Wasn't that the one where he won it and then had the um the contenders match already and not even put himself into the contenders match for the SN Championship? Ah, oh, man, I, I don't even remember. You pretty much had like a fatal five way or a six way calendar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I won. Had the one, biggest, right? yeah, kind of the biggest like complaint and then. Everyone was like, "Well, you lost clean." Then he was the only one who was like, "Well, all right, man, I'll get, give you a shot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh my god, what a headache that was that day. Anyways, what was the second match I said I would talk about? You said you talk about everything behind the, you know, the shield returning and what. Oh, 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 okay. That, that, that. Pardon me. My memory is really shitty. But anyways. The shield match. I remember um, it was me, uh, a young man named Bash, and uh, my good friend Nick Frost. So I wanted us. And to don't be make Charles not say his full name. Yeah, yeah, like a fucking asshole, right? So um, I originally, I okay. Now I'm. I I remember you being a part of it. But I don't I, think I, I, no, the I way it works is no, something I remember, happened like a couple of weeks before the um thing. He asked me, and I was in the kind of championship match triple threat. So I said, all I right, wish all I could right, be in right. it, but I couldn't. It was you, Bash. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Bash was was the uh, last minute fill. Not not the last minute filling, but he 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 was a filling. But it was me, Bash, and Slayer, and you know me. I would like attack Zine every week and say, oh, like, you know, you have nobody, nobody has your back, you know, and then we, we, we would all just attack him and, you know, beat him up and say like, oh, nah, like he has, because we actually believed he had no one, like, like, because Kyle was banished, Jake was off doing his thing, like he had nobody. And then so, you know, we, we, we all just chastised him for it because, you know, we were like, you're a tyrant, you know, like. Like you have nobody, and then you know he had people, and the the the, the fucking shield came back, and then I re- I remember like because me and me and uh, Nick Frost, no, <laughs> shut up, you're gonna bring a tear to my eye, man. But no, I, I remember me and Nick Frost fighting the shield in 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 their prime, so it was very 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 weird symbolism. And a very very weird deja vu, and we lost. You know, yeah, do do you see why my character became stale? I think it was a very big moment for the shield, but I think in general the loss was very overlooked over the win of the shield. Yeah, you know, so I mean, there was no way I was winning that match to 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 begin with. You know, because as you heard, Kyle, you know. 
me is Roman, J- Jake is Dean, Seth is a, a Zena Seth or whatever the fuck. And, you know, he was hey, marking he can't out. Lie, he caught me with that spear. I remember. Yeah, no, no, a- a- absolutely. He's he's at his best when you know he's playing someone else. You know, it's I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. And that's, that's in his line in general. He always likes to play powerhouses because I, I I believe technically I believe deep inside he usually, he likes to you know because that's the, what he does. He believes in those powerhouses because he's not really he's not really proud of himself. So that's why I like powerhouses because they're big. You know, my yeah. I mean. See, I don't really think he's a he, he he's a powerhouse. Cause didn't he do a suicide dive? I remember he put a suicide dive on himself one time, and and, and 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 it was he could not hit that at all. It was a powerhouse mixed with brawler, but I think a big guy can do a suicide dive, especially the one with Luke has makes a lot of sense. Oh, you know, rest you... in peace, Brody Lee. But, oh yeah, absolutely. But you but know, the way, he, the way he does the suicide dive is he use he does the suicide dive and he pushes you and uses momentum to stand on his feet. Yeah, but you don't think Kyle can do a suicide dive? He's got big show knees. <laughs> I can just picture him running off the ropes and oh, yeah, yeah, fucking pull a Bob Holly where like his shit gets caught in the ropes and he just falls on his face like a dumbass, and then we're in the crowd laughing at him. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That was so mean. But yeah, man, I heard you guys talking about Ring of Honor. We'll talk about Rise after, I guess. But um, yeah, we can. You know, we're talking. Yeah, about no, yeah. I heard so you talking about, about Ring of Honor. I I haven't watched it in a while. I I, I really haven't. I the, the the last episode that I watched, uh, Bandito won the title. Yeah, I mean, that was a great match. The whole tournament in general was something that made me get back into it because Rush vs. Bandino was crazy. Well, Bandino yeah, was no, crazy. because that year, like, that entire year, like, like this entire year, like, sucked. And 2020 just sucked. Everything just sucked. Yeah, I think there was a lot of people that carried the era. Like, Drew McIntyre was one of those guys that could carry the COVID era. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But, you know, not John Moxley. No, honestly, no, I think... I, I, like, it, no. I mean, Ring of Honor had that uh, peer tournament, which was really, really cool. If you watched it. Um, it was... Uh, I, I really like Ring of Honor, to be honest with you. Because, like, uh, don't they have that, like, uh, oh, you only get two rope breaks per match rule? I can't remember specifically, but I've always liked Ring of Honor. I know over time it started to get stale, especially with I forgot his name. He won the Ring of Honor World Championship. He was like the he was like a big guy, and everyone was like, "How is he Ring of Honor World Champion?" You know, the guy that beat um, it wasn't um, it wasn't it was um Rush. He beat Rush, and he He was like the he had he had his whole game was he's a monster. Yeah, I mean, didn't they have a Frankenstein there? Yeah, that's him. He won the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yeah. And oh, like, damn. See, I did not know that. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't know that. That's actually pretty cool. I mean... <clears throat> yeah, Matt Taven, he beat... Um, he Rush beat him, and then someone beat Rush, and then Rush got the championship back, and then Bandito beat Rush, which Rush deserved, but not Rush. I mean, Bandito deserves the Ring of Honor World Championship. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, he, uh, he he's very very good in, in the ring, and I love his mask. It's actually pretty cool. Well, talking about you know wrestling, I want to you know top three. All right, just say, you can just name one favorite matches of all time. You know that's the question that everyone always asks. But uh, okay, so your my, favorite match. So my <laughs> so my favorite match of yeah. all time. You're on the spot now, boy. Yeah, I, I guess I am. Um, I'll start off if you um. I'll give you a good idea what one of my favorite matches is. You know, me being a big fan of the British Bulldog, one of my favorite matches was SummerSlam in the U- you know UK Wembley Stadium, British Bulldog oh versus Bret Hart. It was one of the classic yeah, that, matches. That that one was a really good match. Yeah, we gotta watch that one sometime. It's it's it that that match. Did you know that a uh, uh, British Bulldog was cracked out the whole time? Yeah, I believe you couldn't so. even tell. You couldn't yeah, even tell. Yeah, But um, I'm I'm honestly, I'm gonna say uh, John Cena versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 22, or the Raw after Mania. You mean um, no, he faced Triple H at 22, didn't he? No, that's 21. Or wait, 23. It was 23. He fought Shawn Michaels. I believe so. Uh, 23 is one of my favorite WrestleManias, so that's how I remember it. You know, yeah, like, uh, drove, they kind of yeah. the, the window. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, you're a crazy boy!" You're a crazy. Boy. <laughs> yeah, no, that that has to be one of my favorite matches. Only, uh, only because of, of the uh, spot where uh, Cena has him in the STF and Michaels uh, crawls to the ropes, and he gets the rope break, but Cena doesn't want to let go. So like, the referee literally drags him off, and like Gator rolls him to the corner. And like they struggle their way up, and you know, Cena says, "All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then he turns around, and then Shawn Michaels just super kicks him, and everybody thought that was it right there. You know, I'm surprised really. A lot of people prefer. Didn't you have the match after and the Raw after like a, that Iron Man match? Did they not? No, uh, they had the um, they had the 60 minute uh, match on the the Raw after Mania. Yeah, and, a lot of people uh, prefer you know, that. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, it's a really, really great match, but you know, WrestleMania, baby, you know, that's when they brought out their shit, their their best, you know, and it was some of the stuff that they did in, in that match they did the night before. So, you know, I yeah. feel like when you see these guys fight for the first time, you know, but Shawn Michaels won the second one and, you know, he should have had at least one WWE title reign. The build-up was good, though. It was, it was about the time when those sad sea world champions and now the, you know, they slowly won. Sean right, Michaels yeah. won the world championship, and he's like, "Hey, I'm like, I'll let you know when I'm gonna." Like people wanted to sit with super kick, he was gonna do it. It's like, no, hey, I'll do it when I want to do it. And then it was like, oh man, and then he did it when everyone was expecting. Oh my god, he did with the super kick. So wait a minute. That was a match against so... Batista and Undertaker, where they also have an old rivalry. Oh yeah, I loved that match, uh, B- Batista and Taker. But what's your fa- so your favorite match of all time is Wembley Stadium, British Bulldog versus Bret Hart, of yeah. of all time. Yeah, of all time, it just has so much um, significance, especially with the British Bulldog winning the Continental Championship. You know, it, you know, with him being with his wife, it meant a lot. You know, there's a lot of British history. You know, his son is calling himself the British Bulldog now, right? 
I think it's very weird with the way um his son is because he doesn't really take a lot of British wrestling into account. Like he says, he's a British Lawrence son, but he much prefer saying he's a part of the Hart Foundation and a lot of the stuff to do with the Hart family rather than the British Bulldog. Well, it's because um I didn't. Oh Jesus, no! But I I I think he is a heart technically. I mean, yeah, but. I think when a lot of ways he just rips up. I don't really like sons that pretty much say, "Oh man, I'm just gonna be exactly like my father, nothing unique." Ah, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta take the family name, I guess, and it probably wasn't even his idea. You know. I mean, yeah, but when you're doing every move and wearing the same attire, it, I get it with little, you know, the Lapaka family. But it well, I mean, any- if you just wore that attire once, you know. Like, if, if he had his own stuff, yeah. I mean, like, look at Teddy Hart. Do you remember him? Teddy Hart? Um, yeah, he was an independent. MLW? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great company, by the way. Amazing company. Uh, fucking yeah, Alex. Yeah, Free Alex shows. Hammerstone. Um, you know, uh, uh, Richard Holiday. Like, all, all of those guys are just amazing, amazing talents. Don't forget... Um... Jacob Fatu. Oh man, he is a beast. I love Jacob Fatu. But yeah, man. um, Oh shit, what were what were we talking about again? Was talking about um, MLW was Teddy Hart was someone Teddy Hart. Oh right. See, Teddy Hart was a heart, and but you know he didn't dress like a heart. Like you know he he was his own man. You know, and he was a really, really, he, he he's, he, I, I think he still wrestles today, but he's really, really good. You should watch some, t- some Teddy Hart sometime. I do, I usually watch his tag team matches, but wasn't he like the youngest wrestler to be in the performance center at the time? Like, he's probably the youngest wrestler to, you know. Yeah, but that. I watched a documentary on him that said he couldn't keep his mouth shut, so I'm pretty sure he just had like a shitty attitude or something like that. I mean, yeah, I think that's a little problem with a lot of people, but I think in a way you gotta have that attitude, you know, if you want to succeed, you gotta have that, um, succeeding attitude, but I think it's, especially with one of my favorite wrestlers, Bobby Fish, you know, back in Ring of Honor, that man had a very, um, big mouth, to say the least. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but he backed it up 100%. Bobby Fish should have won the Ring of Honor World Championship against Adam Cole. Oh, he definitely should have. Definitely should have. But, I mean... You know, he was TV champion, right? That's like their, uh, that's like their secondary title. Yeah, but it's like saying, it's like saying, you know, oh man, he won the Intercontinental Champion. That's the closest thing to the World Championship. I mean, you know, I mean, it's better than nothing, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hey man, you got having that mindset is not going to get you anywhere, man. Oh, Stuck in the mid card. That's what a lot of people say. Oh, Bro, I, I I was stuck in the mid card. I literally held the, the United States and the Intercontinental ch- Championship. Of course, I believe you can have great matches, but after the time, you got to say, "All right, man, I'm gonna get a step up. I'm gonna go to the main event because he's stuck in the mid card for a certain amount of time." People go, "Ah, oh, well, well, this guy's just not evolving. He's not bettering himself. He's just gonna stay in the mid card." You know, and yeah, yeah. You make a strong point there, but I think he should have like 
he definitely should have been world champion but i i i feel like if if he was he wouldn't have had a, a long reign well kyle riley didn't have a long reign yeah i feel like i feel like he, he he would have had the same amount of reign that kyle o'reilly had even if he had, he had a very very short reign for some reason people still consider him a good like having the prestige of being world champion is still something that even with brian kendrick wasn't world champion for long but he's still world champion for people like oh, no. he, uh, brian kendrick was wwe champion for like five minutes even though people say that's not how the championship scramble works but it it, it 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 is it is it's definitely how the championship scramble works 100 percent. because you know you're 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 the champion defending your title so you are the, the wwe champion i, I mean yeah the championship scramble not gonna lie I mean, it was different. Uh, I only, I only like the ones that had, that had Jeff Hardy in it because, like, every time he'd lose, he would just like, he he would spiral out of control to the point where he gets, yeah, to the point where he gets into a match like a TLC match, like some random ass, like none of them are holding belts. He just gets into this random ass TLC match with the Undertaker. Oh yeah, you talking about the whole rivalry takeaway? It's like. I want the world championship shot, and I was like, "Hey, you gonna have to face Undertaker." He's like, "Oh no, man." Nah, but yeah, it, yeah, it was when Triple H was WWE champion, and he was trying to chase the title. Oh uh, yeah, well then didn't he have like a whole triple threat, and then Jeff Hardy won it? Or was I'm um, thinking of something else. I bu- I believe it led to that, but I'm not sure. But I remember him having this like weird TLC match with the Undertaker. That was just so like. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the one I was talking about. They built up by yeah. saying Jeff wanted a world championship shot, and Vicky Grant was like, "If you want a world championship shot, then you're gonna have to face the Undertaker." And yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! How fucking. Oh, what what a waste of a TLC match. I mean, it was a good match. I mean, not as good as their first one. Their first ladder match is goaded because, you know, like. Oh, yeah, of course, that's a lot of historical meaning. It's the right. passion of the torch. Do you, yeah, do you remember, like, uh, when, like, Taker, like, falls off the ladder or something like that? Like, Jim Ross is screaming, make your dreams come true, kid. Make your dreams come true. And, like, the Don't even get me started about yeah. Jim Ross. That man's just awful nowadays. He's not involved at all. As I, soon as someone you know, says anything, like, for example, Jim someone Ross, say, you doing, you know, I, I love your comments but you know I think you should improve on this I know you've been here for a while but especially with things changing you know trying to be kind as him mm-hmm, Ross, maybe because you're a fucking bitch yeah Jim Ross is just trying to make sense out of shit that doesn't make sense you know like AEW just doesn't make sense I guess and I'm not I'm gonna lost. watch I'm not gonna watch being the fucking elite I'm sorry I'm not gonna watch some fucking grown men act like children. I, I I can't. I can't sit through that. I'm sorry. I really can't. Fucking being the elite is 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 like their fillers, and like they put shit that happened on them. Oh yeah, when Matt Sardell slipped and they tried to fight, the one's gonna slip off the ropes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 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 you you have you have to watch it if you watch. All, I don't got fucking. You time can't for tell that. me that's that was funny though. Wasn't it? Like the move that um, Matt Sidell does best, he debuted and then messed it up. And he fucking botches it. How crazy is that? What a what bad timing. 
for Matt Seidel. I felt terrible for that man. He has busted his ass. Speaking of that, I generally love that match. You see, he actually fought um, Andrade Cienalmas, which he's an idol yeah. now. Yeah, hell yeah. Andrade El Idolo. Love that guy. Yeah, do you see the match against him though? I thought it was very solid. I thought it was very, very solid and very, like, you know, all the shit looked good, you know, nothing was misplaced. I thought it was a very well put together match. The main reason I lost my interest with the commentating as soon as, you know, the Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara match. Yeah. When they said, they, they put him in a dragon suplex and he said, phone house and suplex. Dude. AEW needs to change their commentators to people that actually know what wrestling is and they need to change their writers to people who know what wrestling is because they have they have the right concepts but they're not executing I mean, correctly. I mean AEW should I like make you fun of Dirty Wee but they're pretty much being like a very good Dirty Wee at this point they're pretty much bro, getting they're, Dirty Wee stars bro, they're, they're, they're a low the budget thing. they're a low budget attitude era I mean, yeah, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of, there's a lot of superstars, the not superstars, there's a lot of other people that don't get their chances, but they just do the same thing like WWE, where there's a lot of hidden talent that they never really get to see, even though... Yeah, bro, but I'm that. sick and tired of every single wrestler saying, I was caged by WWE, and then, like, when I got released, like, the cage was lifted off, and I could finally be myself. It's just like, man, fucking stick up for yourself. I think you as know? soon as um someone like, I think as soon as the whole John Moxley podcast came out, Saki Jericho, everyone started doing the same thing. Everybody oh, started doing trash. the exact the same asshole. thing. And like, I love Britt Baker, but like, come on, like, why the fuck are you gonna say these? That like, uh, go get your blood money. It's just like money is money, like whatever, you know. I, it's not that the stuff that happened over there isn't bad it's just none of your business it's none of our business there's what... people that go to you know that makes sense and they don't really like say oh man i do it to lift my hands like paul white like he was a very wholesome he was very wholesome about it, you know paul, yeah, but paul white was if paul white is like is then always will be the best fucking person ever mm-hmm. paul yeah literally good Good on, good on the mic. You know, I wish they showed more of them, and him and, and Mark Henry. Yeah, is it, do you think it's disrespectful with who may win the tournament and everyone saying it's today Mark Henry? Uh, which one on NXT? Yeah. Uh, Odyssey Jones, right? Is that his name? I can't remember, but I remember the whole post that he posted. The next uh, Mark Henry. It was Christian the breakout Man. thing, right? Yeah, the breakout tournament. Well. There will never be another Mark Henry, but this guy can, you know, I saw the match. This guy is really, really good. Like he, he moves well and he looks like a football player and like, he just has that mean streak to him. And I, I I think he is going to be a big star now to compare him to Mark Henry. I, I don't know because this is the first time we've seen him. This is the first like sight that we've had of him. I mean, that's like saying, oh man. This kid on the end, this kid on, on NXT, you know, does a lot, does a good, does a couple of good of high flying moves. He's a decent high flyer. Yeah, oh, he's man. the next he the, Shawn Michaels. 
Trump, I, I'm going to say Jack Evans. That would have been a better example. I've, uh, I mean, you know, I, they're not, they're not using him. They're not using Jack Evans at all. How crazy is that? Yeah, and and he will call him. There's both really good talent that they don't use. You, yeah, they just need to start releasing some people, man. They really do. I but think even like, in um, Luke Sean McGowan and Reuse and Hill kills to the best of his abilities that win. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But did you see that uh, Juventud Guerrero is coming back? Um, I haven't actually. No, uh, it was one of the um, it was uh, the MJF stipulation thingy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I'm very excited to see the juice again because you know, Juventud was a good wrestler. Well, speaking of um, wrestling, you are um, excited for W2K22. Apparently, it's going out in September, which is actually pretty early. You know, now that I have people to play with, with again, I'm pretty excited because I kind of spent the entire uh, COVID thing al- uh, alone. So, you know, it's, I'm very excited to be playing with uh, playing with, with uh, people again. If it's in September, they say they're going to reveal some of that SummerSlam, but even then, well, they haven't I, well, I, I already know the boogeyman's in it because he basically said I'm in WWE 2K22. Um, Which honestly, I'm excited. I heard Angel for. Garza was going to be in the game. He said, "I'll be in the game." Rumor said he's going to be yeah, in the game. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, like, you know, I mean, I fuck with the Boogeyman heavily, to be honest with you. I mean, if you just watch SmackDown vs. Raw 2009, you just compare that Boogeyman to the one you see on screen, it ain't that bad. It really isn't that bad. Oh yeah, wasn't he an unlockable character that you could get? Yeah, dude, he. Dude, I, I don't know why, but I used to be obsessed with the bo- with the boogeyman when I was little. Oh, I fuck. You were younger. As younger, I was falling out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, don't, don't take it. You were a goddamn baby, man. But um, yeah, man, it's it's it, it's crazy the age difference between you and I, but the fact that you know so much about like my era or well, our era of wrestling but you know like even like shit that you weren't even around for it's you know it's crazy how you caught up with everything so quick In you watch you, you watch them. every episode of ring of honor almost every episode yeah, yeah. but the only i try to catch up with it because it's like people believe with certain things that you have to be there in order to appreciate it but i think you don't doesn't matter who you are with anything you can always appreciate it it doesn't matter how long ago it was and you know especially with me growing up wrestling wrestling was all i had you know especially with me leaving school and you know not really anyone believing me wrestling was all i had watching wrestling every single day and over time i started having more of a passion towards it because it was the only thing i watched that's crazy man hell yeah that's what it's about it's all about passion so did, did you bring that passion into some into uh what you were doing in rise when like when did it all click for you i think it clicked for me when um i started having the right after i had the rivalry because you know i started building myself i started becoming a striker and then over time i became a baller and i was like hmm. i mean there's not a lot of full brawlers out there anymore you know you know, the time of people like Ken Shamrock has passed, there's not a lot of good brawlers anymore, you know? And especially oh. with someone like Zine to help me out and mentor me, you know, I pretty much like, he, he gave me all the advice that I needed, you know, and helped me out a lot in terms of just wrestling. 
but content in general it got me into a lot of stuff you know you know culturalized me and stuff that i never thought i've seen before that's it's 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 crazy how much that uh zine has impacted us both uh because i learned a lot from him as well i i I learned a lot from all those guys to be honest with you um zine jake and kyle you know i've i've learned a very very odd amount of information from them so yeah you know. like i said even with um promos he's always helped me out with promos and like i said yeah that too with with carl like whether he likes it or not even if you almost ruined it you know he's one of the main reasons that people looked at him as like oh man this guy could be something it was almost like jeff hardy but you know but, being against Tank, I was like, oh, no, Jeff, I can't. You know, and that's that's the mindset that I would go into when I would go into a match with uh, Jake or Zine. Uh, you know, if I can make the people believe that I'm going to win, because you got to remember, I, I, I made, now this might not be true, but I might have been the best match that Zine's had because he didn't face Jake. Now, there was a, you know, like, at, at the time, everybody wanted to see uh, Jake and Zine fight, you know, oh, brother versus brother, like, two of the world champions, because the company was practically built around it, uh, around those two, because, you know, let's be real here, I was the third place and Kyle was the fourth, and that's when you weren't around yet, or or yet to be uh, brought in, but it, they, it, it was built around those two guys as... Uh, as the world champions so naturally everybody wanted to see them fight and you know it i mean obviously it just never happened but you know yeah i mean it, for the longest time even the out wrestling they had the whole thing where they know they're yeah. not gonna fight because you know the, the rumors they had that whole thing where and everybody yeah everybody wanted to see them fight so for me that was a lot of pressure because i knew that if I can get just some like like something like if I can make someone believe, damn, he's gonna lose that belt, I, I, I will lose every single match if I can make someone feel something, you know. Yeah, I believe in general a lot of people look at losing as, oh man, I'm not getting over, or my character is not gonna look the best. But if no. you show people that you can go, and you, you show people in a professional manner that your your tires look good and you look good in that match, then they're gonna look forward to it because like, oh man, this is a good wrestler. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna watch this guy mark. You don't have to win the match to show the fans that. But I mean, a at, at at that time, man. I mean, I, I, everything about me was just so fake. To be honest with you, like it it, it was all just so fake and phony. Like I, I, I was. I think this, with um, I talked about in the last one, but we had a, we tried doing a um, a second kind if you remember. And yeah, was, yeah, I that I was, I, I I don't know. I I feel like I, I was a fraud, because I tried to be this John Cena like. I I I was trying to be John Cena, you know, and I was, like you know, I I love being a face. I love being a face, but I wasn't as vulnerable, you know? I didn't show the people that, like, I, I, I tried to, you know, 
I, I tried to be Superman and like, you know, be a, have a good guy image and, you know, vulnerability is what makes a character a character. And I didn't show that vulnerability. And it, it, it was very, very, very like, a, it, it, it was a selfish time for me. I think no matter what, no matter, you know, good way or in a bad way, right, has always affected us and even, even for Josh is going, I don't know, like I'm saying this with the knowledge I have, even the clan that he was in, it's had an effect on you and I believe if it wasn't for you being in the, in the clan, you probably would, even with me, I would have had a different mindset in terms of wrestling, I would have entered it, not knowing what I do today and I would be less knowledgeable about how my character can work and how I can work in general. Yeah, and I have a better understanding of that now because I was very bitter and something very. Something I've always not to interrupt you. Something I've oh. always wanted to, to know is you, you. I've always seen you. Unlike other people, you're always the person to always change your character around to change your moves a lot of the time. What is the mindset you know, like involving your character so the... with different moves every um so often? What's so the with... mindset was to bust out something. Uh, you only see once in, in a match. That was the mindset. Uh, when it comes to the attires, it's because I saw something that I liked. You know, if I wanted to wear tights, I'd wear tights. If I wanted to wear trunks, I'd wear trunks. And I had no consistency. And I had yeah, no. I think, uh, the, um, I think that was the. Yeah. Doing different moves and doing different attires, you know, it's something that's flashy, but if you don't have like that consistency, like, oh man, we know, we know the does this move and if he you know it's like a classic move and if he hits it it's like but if you don't have that move it's something that doesn't build up all the time i know but i lost the super kick you know like the suit like the super kick is done like it it, it, it it's done i like it's very hard my... to make super kick you know because super gets a super kick it's not really you know yeah, it's just it's 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 just a setup move now, you know. So you do I have the um. You always had the <clears throat> lion that you came up with. Actually, Zine came up with that. Jake came up with the name. Zine came up. Uh, Zine came up with uh, the concept of me using ah. the tiger bomb. So that was a uh, that was a Zine and Jake. Uh, well, not Zine and Jake. Jake, Jake I yeah. Jake came up with the name. Zine, Zine said I uh, used the tiger bomb. So that's how that happened. But yeah, but, uh, you know, because um. Like I said, at least me and even Jake and Zian have something constant with their attires. Even I only did it recently, of course, but something like gloves or something the way like I wear gloves or something similar to me. Exactly. Like Jake wears gauntlets, you know. Yeah, that's I, I was always the guy that was trying to change, and that's something you should never do. You all, I wasn't myself. I, you know, I tried to be like this, like, I, I, I tried to be Superman, you know, I tried to be like Mr. Goody Two Shoes, I've never fucked, I've, I, I've never lied, I, I've never, like, fucked over anybody, like, you know, like, I just needed to have that consistency and that vulnerability to my character to, you know, it, it, at least have something. Honestly, believe especially you're not gonna always be perfect in wrestling especially with absolutely over time when you change you're gonna start thinking to yourself oh maybe i'm not really the best that i'm doing right now you're always being proven as i said but 
I think switching topics, you know, not to switch topics, but... Absolutely, no, no, no worries. We've been talking about wrestling for quite a bit now, so... Yeah, absolutely. Something I'm out, especially whether... I know you're a big fan of horror movies, of course, you know. You know. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of uh, Thrasher films. Uh, it's uh, specific, because I saw The Conjuring, and I was like, fuck that. Uh, you know, I like it when they're funny. I, I actually uh, have Jason tattooed on my arm. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I remember that. But I was actually excited for the... Um, there's a lot of new... There's a lot of Halloween movies coming out, like Halloween. For I know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually Halloween. so excited. And did you know that there was actually a show that's uh, dedicated to Chucky, like Child's Play? I didn't, it's coming I out. Was a, I knew there was a show dedicated to Scream. No, yeah, they're making a Chucky show now. It's 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 gonna be on Sci-Fi. I'm I'm actually very excited. Oh, no, it's, I think over it's time, gonna be a... Chucky got less serious, and then it's just more joke. Oh man, how they come back to life? You know, I know, I know. Summon, for dummies, it's like just a joke at this point. It really is just a joke at this point, which is honestly kind of sad because Chucky was one of those characters that like you remember having a childhood fear of, you know. Yeah, because it's like the way, because he's a doll, it's like, it's very hard to go, and especially with um, how durable he was, to, you know, it was like, a, it was this curse to always be, be in that doll, who he was. Yeah, and he wanted to, like, you know, make the other kids live in the doll for, it, 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 the shit was wild. And the fact that it was small and very agile made it harder to go against, you know. Yeah, that doll was fucking up grown people. In the first movie, just showed how like durable he was. Like he was pretty much like burning, and he's he pretty much had it all melted, and he's still surviving. If that was correct, so I can't remember like like the last couple minutes of it, but I know, yeah, that shit was crazy. I mean, like, uh, what's your favorite horror movie kill? Horror movie kill. There's a lot of unique ones, but I'd say yeah. the the classic slasher movie kill has to be the um. The sleeping bag kill, you know. From Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my fucking favorite. Uh, I my uh, it, it was one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Uh, I believe it was the Johnny Depp scene in the second one. That's my uh, one. Nightmare on Elm Street is the only movie of a horror movie where like, it's not even it's the one way like I don't know, like, you don't you don't like um Freddy, you literally hate him. You think you should like you don't you. you Anyone that, like, his whole backstory is he's probably takes pictures of kids and he pretty much kills them. I wish they would make, like, a serious version of that. Like, I wish that they would, like, tell us what dream demons are. I, 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 I wish there was a deeper dive. Into yeah, they just said, yeah, you became a dream demon, but that's really it. Yeah, it was just like, oh, he, he liked to fuck kids. There. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's One just... One of my, um... No, sorry, sorry, she Bob. Bro, you're good. Actually, uh, can you continue with what you're saying? I, I, yeah, no. His, his story was that he just fucked kids, and like he was the Springwood slasher, and then like you know, he got trapped in a fire, and then he he became a dream demon and started just murdering children. Yeah. Honestly, I think one of my favorite horror movies was like a franchise anyway. I could say single movies, but I really loved Hellraiser. If you've seen Hellraiser, 
I've seen only clips of it because I really want to watch it on my day off. Yeah, Hellraiser is really good. It's a very, um, the whole premise is, you know, you have the box shop and then these, um, like demons, essentially. I'm not really there describing it in the best way because, you know, don't quote me on it, but they'll come out and they pretty much torture you, essentially. It's like a very weird torture. And the whole premise of the movies is people escape and they pretty much, like, find a way to escape and they got to have blood and they got to, like, the first guy who managed to escape and the way he survived is by, you know, feeding off other people's blood for him to come back to life. There's, like, a loophole of getting out and that's what some people found out. But, you know, something, all right. It's a very gruesome movie. It's a very I, I You see, I got to give it a watch sometime. Got to give it a watch sometime, man. But... Yeah, that I mean, I'm excited for the new Halloween though. The new Halloween movie, they 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 have a good thing going so far, and I really don't want them to fuck it up. I mean, it's very weird law continuity. Like a lot of the movies don't really count. If I if I'm correct, you have the first movie, and then you. I'm fine with it. I am fine with it. I don't have to go back and watch those movies. They wasted their time making them. I'm good. I'm just gonna sit here. Only and, you know. original movies I liked: the first one, second one, and H2O. All Eggs. these ones. So. Yeah, yeah. I... Get me started about Halloween: The Resurrection, where there's like rappers. <laughs> Yo, do you remember that though? Do you remember that? I don't know what rapper it was, but the remember was being the hell out of my phone. I was like, whoa! I was like, what the fuck happened? Do you remember the Rob Zombie one? What was that? Oh, I love Rob Zombie, man. You know, the, the remakes are really good, honestly. Like, it both may not make sense, but the Michael Myers was really good. Really good. Like, that man was big. Yeah, that was a big dude. Man. That hair. was a big guy. A very big guy. I was, yeah, I remember I was like, Jesus Christ. You know? I wish that they would get pro wrestlers to play horror movie killers again. The, um... No, 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 I'm thinking of something. I think they did at one point. They, it was a they had Kane. No, I'm saying, like, you know the Leprechaun movie? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. They had Hornswoggle. Yeah, that's the only main thing. Yeah, but I Speaking so. of Michael Myers, you know, Jason, Jason, Friday 30, I don't know what's happening with that, um, with that because I, the game is ruined. I do. I, I, I do because I looked it up and I like watched a bunch of videos on it. So, um, so the guy that wrote the script was working for the guy that was producing the movie. Now the producer is suing the guy that wrote the script, saying you are working for me when you wrote it, so it's my script. And then the guy that wrote the script is like, no, it was my idea. I wrote the script. I'm getting the rights to it. So now they're fighting for the rights, and then they sue. I, I believe they sued Warner Brothers over it. So now it, 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 it's going to be. It's going to Yeah, it's going to be a very long time before we uh, get a Friday the 13th reboot, a Friday the 13th anything. Because that, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's out of the picture forever. Not forever, but for a very long time. <laughs> Honestly, I think in terms of um, horror movies, speaking of horror movies, you know, one of my other favorite horror movies is, you know, The Thing. The Thing is an all-time classic. The Thing? Yeah, with, um, you know, the parasite that can mimic animals. 
You can pretty much. Right, 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 right. Oh my god. It's weakness. Wait a minute. Fire. That that made me think of this random ass horror movie. Do, do you remember about the uh, ki- the, the the movie about the killer hand? I don't really. The only killer, the only hand that I can think of is the one from the Adam's family. No, it was like a killer hand, and I just remember it. If you watch it, it's where I saw my first pair of tits. I shit you not. <laughs> like I, I just remember this one scene, and the hand is crawling up this girl's shirt, and the hand is just squeezing the shit out of the boob, out of this girl's boob, or some shit like that. I, I don't know. It, it it was wild, but it's you know that's a fun fact about me. You know, speaking of a little obscure movie like that, you know, there's a, a very obscure horror movie I like actually. You ever seen The Fly? I have not actually. What's it about? It's about where this um scientist is, is um experimenting with teleportation technology. You know, transporting matter to the other. Essentially, what happens is he goes into the teleport, you know, testing it out. And he has this girl oh, that's an interviewer, you know, that's asking him about it, you know, trying to take advantage of it. But what happens is a fly gets into the other side, and then when it teleports him, the genes mix, and then over time he starts turning into a fly. A human fly, that's why it's called a fly. <laughs> what? That sounds, that sounds so weird. It is. He slowly turns into like a fly, and it's very. Oh, what the? F- that's wild, man. You should watch it. It's just very weird. weird. Like he's. That's like that. That's so, so uncomfortable. Just think watching someone turn into a fly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh, I. I mean, you know, you you're you, you're really into that. Uh, like um. I don't know. You're 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 into a, like a like 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 Gone matter and stuff like that. No. Yeah, like I think like, that's a problem with me. It's like a very I don't know what made me contain it, but it's, I think it's called a goldfish where people like to see it in a way. Yeah. Oh uh, no 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 not that not that you like the Flash show right? Yeah, I like the Flash that, TV series. Yeah, yeah, that's what I I, I mean. Like, you, you like time travel and stuff like that, it seems like. I mean, yeah, you know, talking about Marvel and DC, you know. Yeah, what what is your favorite, um, you know, comics or, you know, movies? I know you like Spider-Man, but... Uh, the, um, comic is Spider-Man Blue. Uh, that entire... In entirety is just mwah, beautiful. Um, my favorite Marvel movie would have to be uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, and recently Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, my favorite DC movie is the Snyder Cut, obviously. I mean, and we haven't really, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. It's been a while. But I was planning on to, you know, get everyone together and watch it. But, you know, very good, very very good, very good. It they do the Flash some motherfucking justice. Like it, it's it's very good. Oh no! Last time I saw, I couldn't run properly. He was putting no. his arms oh, out. No, oh 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 no! He still can't run properly, but it's 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 cool. 
the Flash TV show, you can't really beat the movie because the Flash has like seven seasons of development of the characters, even though it doesn't make sense how the Flash is losing to these regular people. and then These the regular-ass people. Oh, and man. Then, this and, regular and then human that... with regular speed is running away. What am I going to do? Well, I guess he got away. Shit, he got away? Like, you're the fastest man in the world, Barry. Do something. And then but it's, and, and, the only and, people and, and that also, have, have you seen that show recently? What, the recent season of The Flash? Yeah, that has to be some of the worst CGI I have ever seen in my Which, entire... Uh, you told me like the um, whole um, the forces thing with the different speed forces. Yeah! Some I of think the worst the, um, CGI. That was the only interesting character I liked is the guy with the mask, even though he's pretty much like name in Marvel, but she pretty much he pretty much can cast illusions of fears essentially. Didn't um, didn't wasn't Wally West in 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 the show, right? Yeah, you have impulse as well, but the only problem with that that's uh, is it ended like let's just be friends, man. Yeah, we're you know like we accept each other. Yeah, that that was a huge huge no no. There's a lot of good seasons though, like the first season was good, like I'll explain to you all the story and tell me it doesn't sound good. So after the second season, you know, the Flash fighting Zoom had to use a time revenant of himself to beat him and distract him long enough for her to save Iris. That time revenant got erased and due to the flashpoint, it ended up, you know, ended up becoming Savitar and Savitar went back in time and killed Iris, which made the Flash go into a deep spiral of depression, essentially going into darkness, because, you know, no one accepted him after that, because it was, you know, he didn't, especially with the time remnant, no one thought accepted him as the real Flash, and, you know, after all the feeling, he became Savitar to become a god, because, you know, gods don't feel pain, and that's why he wanted to become a god. Gee, yeah, that, which season is that? Let's see some frame, you know, Savitar. Savitar is actually... Okay, so the first three seasons are good. I'm so sad at how they messed up Godspeed. You know, God, I really love Godspeed. Godspeed's like probably oh, the yeah. best speedsters. The fastest speedsters, actually. No one really... You can run at least over 670,000 miles per hour. Give or say, that's a lot. And he has the ability to steal people's speed. And it doesn't have to be just speedsters. It can be anyone. He could be, the Godspeed can walk up to you and say... You know, I don't like you, and take all your, your speed away. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're walking. <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy. Could you imagine if someone just stole your speed? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. I mean, it. It's a. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I. I. You know what? I. I haven't seen it enough to determine it's a good show. All that I know is that I don't like Iris and I don't think Barry Allen should have a team. And I think the Zoom season was good as well because, you know, built in on the Zoom, Zoom was a character from another Earth. His backstory was like the reverse of the Flash, you know. His family was very abusive to him. He had an abusive father, you know, abusing him. As a, and then, you know, he pretty much killed his mother in front of him. And then that's what led to him going down a spiral of pretty much being a psychopath, I don't like saying that, but and then as he was going to get the death sentence, that's when the speed force hit him, and then, you know, the two Earths collided, and then he came to Earth 1 pretending to be 
wallet, you know, the original Flash, Jay Garrick. Because as he said, you know, he, he, he likes to give people hope. So, you know, to take it away. And in general, the Zoom outfit is just very good. And, you know, they took his, literally, he had to get his feet back as well. That was another plot. And he took the Flash's feet and the Flash had to get it back, you know. But, what but was he had that to about? recreate the stuff that gave him the speed in the first place, but... Ah, oh, man. Was he in the one that was, like, very hyped up? Like, which one was that? Uh, it was, it, it was, it, it, it was actually on TV. Zoom, if you want me to describe him, he's pretty much like he has a black suit and he pretty much has like a, his mask he is very cool if you've ever seen it because it's like it's a black mask and essentially on the mouth you know how like you have the face muscles but you know people are on death run as the lines down them essentially he has, the, he has like weird lines down his mask can't really describe but the mask is just really good wait what was that special that they did where crisis it's... on infinite earths yes was he in that no he, that's season two i'm talking about i was like oh wow 20... remember the flash side in 2014 did it really yeah started in 2014 the arrow started way before that it started a while ago wow i did not know that i did not know it started in 2014 man that's when the amazing spider-man 2 came out yeah Dude, this guy has been playing Flash for so long. Yeah, seven seasons about. I wonder seven why they, I wonder why they don't just put him in the movies. To be honest with you. I don't know. They, a lot of characters have left though, so I think the next season is going to be the last one. My favorite. Uh, so there's a show right now. It's called Superman and Lois. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I have. It's very high budget, I've heard. Even though CW doesn't have any high budget at all. I I heard it was really, really good because me being a Superman fan, uh, I'm very hesitant to watch it. I mean, it's the same um, actor that... um, What is it? I think... I can't remember which Superman it was. It's the same one that played the Atom in the um, Futures of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I, I think, think the, um, see, the um, Arrowverse is all over the place. You have some, for every cool stuff you'll see, you have, like, hundreds of bad stuff. Like, I like Christ of the Infinite. You see the whole, um, the movie crossover with the movie Flash and TV one? I, I didn't see it, but I heard that, uh... Doesn't make sense, because at the end, the whole Christ of the Infinite Earth, the whole way they had to do it was they had to merge all the Earths into one Earth. So theoretically, the movie the movie should not exist anymore. What the movie Flash? Yeah, I mean the the whole movie verse, you know the the, the cinematic movie verse with DC because they just said in the series. I know they like connected them, so it has to be in the same, you know, multiverse. Oh, yeah, we all the Earths are one Earth now. They combine into one Earth. Oh wait! Oh damn! That's that, that's crazy. But yeah, the also I gotta watch introduced um, Lucifer into it as well. Lucifer from the TV series. Oh, um, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it was on Amazon for a long time. But yeah, you see, in the, you know, in the old Lucifer show, they added. They pretty much said yeah. We knew as a DC character that they were talking the version, but he, they introduced him into it. You know how powerful the Lucifer is in the DC universe. 
that's oh my god i i gotta get back into that because i uh i've only been watching batman the animated series to be honest with you speaking of um well i'm on my thing but speaking of the album we were talking about um Freddy Krueger and dream demons before but there's always a they're actually doing a whole tv series on it but have you ever seen the sandman i don't mean the marvel man i mean like the comics the sandman uh, I actually haven't. No, what? What's it about? It's about pretty much these like in, a, abstract beings that are pretty much the very powerful. Like you have Dream, which is you know how um, Freddy Krueger pretty much goes into the Dream world and he pretty much can enter it. Yeah. Well, Dream is pretty much the embodiment of Dreaming. Anything that isn't reality, he pretty much controls. And they have the um, family called the Endless that pretty much abstract concepts like you have dream destruction fate you have disillusion and you have death like the all beings live by these ab- abstract um, concepts essentially oh damn you also, get, you also have desire as well it's just like you got what i mean yeah damn wait so wait what's that on well, it started off as a comic in the 90s, actually. People always looked up to it because it's like a very big comic. Oh, it's damn. Alright. They're right. going to release the next Netflix TV series. They did a behind the scenes and it showed the passion behind it. We'll talk about the comics. Damn, I have a lot of shit to watch now. I gotta watch The Flash and this shit. That's insane. But, you know. But yeah, it's th- still pretty good nonetheless. But, um, you know, let's one more topic before we um, end the podcast. End the podcast, of course. All right, but, since it is your show, I will let you pick the topic. Yeah, of course. You know, let's talk about. I never actually heard, heard you talk about it before. I always wanted to create playlists, but what type of um? I know you like old school music, but what music specifically you went to? Music. All right. Um, <laughs> music. <laughs> here we go. It varies, cause I'll listen to like what's an example. I'll listen to Wu Tang Clan, right? All right. All right. I'll, I'll I'll listen to Big L and I'll listen to Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. I am. I'll, all that I'll listen to old school rap, and then I'll turn on like 1940s folk music. Uh, and, and and then I'll turn on like some Judy Garlands or like, you know, just um the the girl that uh, I'll turn on the Wizard of Oz soundtrack. You know, I'll you know, I also like uh, a lot of 70s rock, uh, 90s grunge, R and B. I mean. I, I, I think it's good to have a general people always like to get some specifics but it's always good to have a general liking into stuff like for example like old school music one of my favorite old school bands of course is the the cure you ever heard of the cure i have not actually cure is one of the like the biggest british bands and the big probably one of the biggest bands of all time because of that the whole gothic subculture pretty much started with them. They was like one of the biggest influences of the gothic subculture before it was even gothics. It was before it was, you know, and it's just post punk. 
there was, you know, the music, they were different styles of music and with different meanings and the visuals. They had a big passion, you know. Hey, wait, so in the UK, do they hate the Sex Pistols? I mean, yeah, I mean, Sex Pistols, like, they pretty much, like, trashed on the punk scene after a while. Like, they're pretty much a joke. Like, you, I don't, I can't really say it's a specific because I'm not into them that much, but... I know after a while, though, like, people will say the Sex Pistols is like a joke. I don't think they were a joke. I think that they were pretty good. I, 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 I love me some God Save the Queen. I mean, yeah, is that, speaking is of that old, you loading up your gun? I am got a gun, but speaking of, like, old school classics, you know, I know, um, I, th- I think you, I know, have you ever listened to, um, Bowling for Soup? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I feel like everybody goes through that phase of uh, where they listen to All American Rejects and Bowling for Soup. You can't tell me, like, first, first, like, I listened to them as, like, a kid, kid. That's probably the first band I ever listened to, like, I actually got into before I knew what music was. That and Hot Red Chili Peppers. I love how they came yeah, on the yeah, radio. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hot Red Chili Peppers were always the shit. You know? The only problem with the hot red chili peppers is when you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, what the hell are they talking about? I know. None, like, of, that are, none of their shit makes sense. Like, and, uh, give it away, they say. Hey, what, I wanna, do I want to give it to your papa? Hey, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to give it to your brother. I don't know. I, I want to give it to your brother. Me <laughs> <laughs> you. Me and you were talking about, um, we were talking about something. Falling for uh, soup. No, 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 no. It was it, it, it was a very long time ago. Uh, it was uh, the singer of Metro Station. Uh, like, what happened? Oh yeah. Um, you mean the one that sang "Shake It"? Shake, 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 shake it. I mean, that I thought that one of them was like a pedophile because you know you listen to the, the "Shake It" it says, hey, "I was trying to find places where I could hide." You know, it's like someone hiding, hiding in someone's house, essentially. Like, it's like a very creepy song if you really listen to lyrics. Which is insane, too. Because, like, we we were all bopping that shit. Remember um, Pumped Up Kicks? Yeah, by Foster's People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were all bopping that while it was about kids being shot. I mean, yeah, there's a lot, like... Speaking of kids, you know, kids shows, I think it probably hit you more than anyone else talking about it's a, it's a girl, you know, last podcast, but how do you feel with everything that happened to Drake Bell? Oh my god. You're gonna well, ask me that? I know that hurt you more than anyone, because I'm a little Jake and Josh. Oh my god, my heart yeah, was broken, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man my heart was broken i, I was I, I was a huge fan of drake and josh i was also a fan of drake bell's spider-man uh the ultimate ultimate spider-man like the kid show i was a huge fan of that oh yeah Where... didn't you do a spin-off of like spider-man mixed with other hero shows yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a really really fun show to watch but i i i, I was heart I was heartbroken because I watched the entire, um, I, I watched the entire sentencing and uh, I, you know, watched the girl read her statement and it was very upsetting and it was very like hard to hear. 
you know. All but, I remember is it was just was it like really like sexually? Or was it, all I knew was just child endangerment. Was it really as bad as people said it was? I mean, I mean, from if, from from her words, it sounds very very bad. But from the judge's words, they were like, oh, they basically said it wasn't that bad. So, in my opinion, if this stuff actually happened. Then Drake Bell does deserve to go to jail, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're guilty, but I mean, a lot of people got. I mean, obviously, he's like, he he's getting what he deserves, you know. I mean, I don't think he's in jail yet because he's posting concerts on his Instagram and he's going live. Yeah, I think when you've done all that, it's very weird to like try doing all the stuff now because you have that reputation. Yeah, that's what the judge said because uh, that's what the um, that's what his lawyer said. He goes, "My client can't find work." It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I I was very upset. Very very upset. There's one more thing I'm actually upset speaking of my kids' shows. Have you seen the whole SpongeBob spin-off shows that they've been doing recently? Camp Carl and the Patrick Show. Well, that's the end of our podcast. Um, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. But, uh, I mean, no, I haven't. I, I, I don't want to. It's just pointless to me. It, it, it really is. I mean, how are you going to make a, a, a SpongeBob spinoff? You can't strike lightning in the same place twice. Hillenberg already passed away. It's not really got the same vision as it has. New SpongeBob shows and hit the no, same. And then they waited until he passed away so they could make all these little edits. You know, that's that that that's how show business works. I mean, yeah, but still, it's just very um. It's very weird. Very, yeah. very weird. But, but yeah, I think one more thing before, you know, as you say, and the podcast is one, you know, I'm talking about music again. One um, band I've always liked is, like you said, 70s punk. Is he ever listened to um, Susie and the Benches? You know, I actually played some of the songs on my stories, but. Susie and the what? And the Benches. I've never listened to them, no. Yeah, I just have a pointless question, but nonetheless, man, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, man. I just ruined your whole thing. Nah, no, but, no, but it's it's always good talking to you, man. But I'm gonna ask, you know, like I do before, if you wanna, you know, Shout out any anybody y'all say any last words, you know, say what your shout out your Instagram or just say, you know, you teach your boy and your camera and you already know. Uh you know, I just wanna say to Kyle to Kyle Kyle Otero uh Instagram at KO is Carnage, Xbox name, AO is uh, KO is Carnage email address scarfaceko at gmail.com I just want to say thank you for letting out my government name and I really really appreciate it and um, 
sorry sorry about that sorry i for for, for some reason my mic cut out but his email address is komaster218 at gmail.com so but all right man i really appreciate you taking the time out of day to you know be on the podcast is something that i've always you know been planning to do with you for a little bit now so you know i really appreciate it yeah man no worries thank you very much for having me i appreciate it a lot yeah i think you know it started off a little rough it started off it started off not really the best but you know over time you started to you know really started to you know chill out as you know the minutes went by but yeah nonetheless i thank everyone for tuning in and you know if you want to check out any info so, you know, check out my Instagram, the, the official podcast, for any update or news. And yeah, I hope to see everyone next episode.